Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. I just saw Susan wade in on our stream and said DeVito was awesome last night. Coach Conk, what'd you think of uh, the Giants quarterback last night? Not too shabby, huh? If an undrafted quarterback, what, uh, three games in a row he's won now? And uh, I just like the mafia uh, whole story. Watch it. <laughs> the whole mafia uh, side story to Coach, that, those are to just, that deal. Those are just normal Italian people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mafia, okay? I, but the one guy in the black hat, he, like, he does look like Lucosa Nostra. Yeah. yeah, his agent looked like uh, he was straight out of the mafia. Yeah. yeah. That guy's definitely in the GM's office making a deal he can't refuse. Well, he's supposed <laughs> to be his agent, right? Yeah. 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 He's like uh, – let me tell you what, we're going to get Tommy this much money. Or maybe you wake up next to a horse head. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's probably not a very funny joke around Lance as a man who was in the game. But uh, anyway, uh, it was a wild scene back in the day. The Godfather, boy, they pull all kinds of tricks back in the day. Anyway, you guys going to eat or are you uh, just smashing some tea over there? So we're going to wait probably till after the segment. That's yeah. smart. We, You know, Wes, we, we like to eat during the segment. Sometimes he'll just grab a bag of Doritos and start eating them right in the middle of the show. I step away from the mic so here. that nobody can They're hear. very crunchy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe lay off the bacon. You can eat your eggs, though. That's cool. You can do whatever Cash you want. browns. Anyway, um, how about the Dolphins going nuts? But the NFL is a wild game, isn't it? You just never know. Never know. It's crazy no, stuff. No. Uh, Lance, how are you? Doing good. Good to see you. Good. Appreciate you and uh, Farm Brothers Flying. What do you do with the planes this time of year? They're going through annuals. Okay. And, you know, we have seven of them, so it takes a while to get them all through annual. I'm sure your pilots appreciate you guys taking your time on that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they had a long year. Yeah? Yeah, some of them pilots What's... will put in eight, 800 hours. Wow. What's the season for, for uh, crop dusting? Usually we'll start burning down the end of January and February, and then we go pretty much solid through to uh, September. Okay. What are, the, what are your pilots doing in the off season? They hunt. fly other stuff. Oh, hunt. they hunt. Yeah. Hunt. yeah. <laughs> Free time. Yeah. I like it. Uh, we'll talk some horse racing here, coach. Let's talk a little football. And I, I, I guess I haven't talked to you since Petrino came to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Have you been on since? I guess you were. Yeah, you were maybe. in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pardon us. Well, I almost we were working. <laughs> Seems like a month ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think? Well, like I told Wes, and we talked about it last week. I think it's a great hire. Uh, three things I talked about. I think he's one of the preeminent play callers in, in football. Number one. Number two, uh, there's going to be accountability and discipline. You know, you jump off sides once or twice, you're not going to just stay in the game. Um, so I think there's going to be some discipline and, and then uh, have to take responsibility for your actions a little bit more than what it has been in the last year or so. Yep. And then number three, uh, Sam Pittman. And, of course, this decision was a group decision by a lot of people. But for Sam Pittman to set his ego aside, um, because obviously you're bringing in a big personality with Bobby Petrino, and uh, for him to be able to set his ego aside and, and, and bring in a, a larger-than-life character like that uh, says a lot about Sam Pittman. But against his back's against the wall. Um, let's see how it works out. But, uh, hey, they got another quarterback in the in the room now. Um, I saw the two receivers, Tesla and Armstrong, are going to stay. they got an offensive lineman, 
and trying to get a running back, I believe, or two. So we'll see how it goes. Give them some pieces. I, I think Arkansas's offense can be vastly improved. I mean, Sam Pittman's still relatively early in his head coaching career. How important do you think the Petrino background as a head coach will matter to Sam? Because a lot of people, I think, started to discover after Coach Odom left that maybe right. that was a piece that he was missing. Yeah, and we talked about that when they were looking. I didn't know if that was the top piece. I think he needed to get a great offensive coordinator. But the fact that he was able to get two for one, get a head coach with great experience, and then certainly experience at Arkansas, I think it's a bonus and a win all the way around. Let's get Petrino some pieces in here, um, and let's see the offense expand. Can I talk about the industry for one second, then I want to talk about some actual games. Okay. But, um, I saw that the North Dakota State coach jumped ship and went to USC, USC as a position coach, not no. even as a coordinator. No. It has often frustrated me, and we've talked about it before, I think, on the show, that guys who lead programs that are top-notch, you think about Montana, Montana State, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, it's hard for them. Like, the best job they're going to get is a job like Wyoming. And no offense to Wyoming, but, right. like, that's – that's the deal. And I'm like, you're doing so much with less there, and it's so much harder to get a division FBS job, uh, an FBS job, than it is if you're an assistant, it's easier than it is if you're a head coach in the FCS. I don't understand the thinking there. It's crazy to me, but obviously he saw an opportunity. I'm sure he's getting a pretty good-sized raise. But I was trying is, to think, you know, wild he's to me. probably, what, 600000 700000 to be assistant head coach or something yeah. in, in the linebacker. Probably, yeah. which at North Dakota State, he's probably making – Five hundred thousand, maybe at the max. Yeah, so he's. This is a interim move for him to get a Wyoming job. Maybe I don't know, but uh, Kleiman, uh, yeah. Kansas State. He came from North Dakota State. State. Yeah, so getting those Power Five jobs are possible. Sometimes you have to take a different road to get there. That's a unique Power Five job too, right? Yeah, I that's mean, right. But it is. Yeah. It's crazy to me that by being an assistant or being a coordinator is a better route to becoming a head coach in a Power Five school typically yes. than it is being a head coach and, and being wildly successful at the uh, FCS level. Anyway, whatever. And we're about to watch Coach Kelly go take a job at uh, Sheridan. Sheridan maybe. So yeah, that's right. It'll <laughs> yeah. be interesting. I hope he kills it there. I really do. Yeah. And I'll, I'll go off on my public school, private school combination argument later on. But nevertheless – uh, what's going on in the world of sports right Harding. now? Harding. Let's talk about Harding. Let's do, Coach. Yeah, Harding, uh, they're still playing undefeated. They play Colorado School of the Mines uh, in McKinney Saturday for the Division II National Championship. A couple things there. Harding has rushed for f- over 5,500 yards, set an NCAA record this year for rushing. And I love Coach Sim- uh, uh, Simmons' comments about the flex bone not being sexy. and you know. But if you want to win football games and probably championships, uh, they got a chance to do that. For the fans that are going to that game, our youngest son, Zachary, was an assistant coach at McKinney High School and played in that stadium. Mm. Seats about 14000 spent $75 million to build this stadium. It is a state-of-the-art complex in high school football in the state of Texas, so a great venue for the fans that are coming uh, to follow the Bison this weekend. And two undefeated teams, two first-time uh, participants in the championship, so we'll get a new Division II champion, and uh, best of luck to Harding. They've had a great year. I haven't talked to you since the Final Four was announced. I'm assuming you were disappointed for Coach Norvell because you coached him, but what do you think of the four that are going to be in there in the matchups we got? I mean, good good football teams all the way around, and Wes and I talked about this quite a bit. I mean, all of them, I think, could make a case. Um, the system was flawed to begin with. You had five Power Five conferences in only four spots, so if you had five undefeated teams or Five top five teams, somebody's going to get left out. Doesn't count Notre Dame and, you know. And that's right. But, you know, personally, Mike coached with me for a year, played for me uh, for four years, and uh, we were disappointed. Uh, Chris Thompson's on that staff who was on, uh, you know, on our staff for a while. So um, 
but they had to make a decision, and, you know, hey, look, it was either Alabama or Florida State, and Alabama could win the national championship, you know, so they're playing well enough to do that. Anyway, um, yeah, just disappointed, disappointed yeah. for Mike, But because uh, you never know if you'll get a chance to get back in that position again. You just never know when that will happen. Talking to Clint Conk and Lance Gassaway, we're just tuning in. Uh, Lance is the sponsor of Coach Conk's segment and also a horse owner down in Oakland has, he said, how many? Three now? Have three. And one coming. One coming. All right, let's talk about your schedule. Who should we be looking out for? Who's your your hottest of the prospects? So we have a real good prospect this year named Mystic Dan. Uh, I have two partners with it, um, Brent and Sherilyn Gassaway, and then Banks Hamby. I think you you guys know him with Sigma. You bet. So um, this horse was uh, less than a second off a track record at Churchill. Uh, on a five and a half furlong race and hand ride, and so yeah, he got on the Derby Trail. The way they look at it, you know, and uh, we think thinking good things about him. When do you stretch him out? We're probably going to into Smarty Jones. So we ran the horse right back two weeks after he set that record or almost set the record. Probably ran him back a little too quick. Stretched him out a mile at Churchill, but that's a that's a one turn mile, mm-hmm. and that's a sprint. So Really wasn't a good race for him. Probably shouldn't have done that. We'll probably bring him back into Smarty Jones. Who's the trainer? Uh, Kenny McPeaks on this oh, one. Oh, yeah. You know McPeak? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, good guy. Yeah, absolutely. Is yeah. he here yet, Mystic Dan? Yes. He's at the track. He, uh, so he's, another thing that's special about this horse is uh, he's our homegrown. So his mama, ma'am, was one of our first horses that we had bought. So it's really special to us, you know, this is her first baby. And, uh, you know, never know. Might turn out to be a state horse. Let's hope so. Yeah. Any other horses you're uh, feeling good about? Well, we have another one named Nyquick that we had entered for a race Sunday. He's um, raced in go. Didn't have enough entries in it yet, but um, probably come back around the 29th or somewhere in there, maybe go then. Okay. Um, and, then, and then the other one's Empire's Best. I, I like him, the way he's looking now. He'll be in a climbing race, but he should be pretty – pretty salty empire's best uh, any relation to angel love no okay it's a good <laughs> name though yeah, yeah no doubt yeah. we were talking the, the the horse that you had last year that we talked about wells bayou wells bayou yeah yeah that was in 20 is when he won the louisiana derby mm-hmm. um so actually our broodmare ma'am is in fold to wells bayou oh yeah uh, we'll have that baby in april you know, it's interesting we're talking to you at a restaurant because there are a lot of people that uh, get into the horse racing game or the restaurant business and think after about a year they should probably have their head examined. <laughs> what keeps you coming back as a horse owner? <laughs> I don't know. I think I was. I think that was uh, bred into me. Yeah. My dad was big in you know horses. He loved them, and uh, we started together, kind of him and my brother. And my brother's senses got his senses and got away from it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the, I guess I'm the only dumb one to stay in it. But <laughs> how would you uh, compare like a horse day, like a race day, to like a sporting event when you're playing in a sporting event? How, how, what are the emotions like? How much anxious, anxiousness, excitement? You know, you get a little nervous. You do before the races, um, especially if it's a stakes race. You can't imagine. Uh, I guess. Any accomplishment I ever did on a football field is no comparison to when we won the Louisiana Derby. I mean, it's just, you just can't describe that feeling. Well, and 
back when you were playing it, paid better to win a horse race. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. kind of a toss-up. Yeah. You know, you know he won't when say I play, they, they, they wouldn't do nothing. They weren't paying, yeah. <laughs> he, won't, he won't tell you this story, but uh, he's told me several stories that when he was at UAM, I'm not sure the, how he graduated, but he spent more time at Hot Springs at the horse track than he did, I think, going to class. We did a lot. We spent a lot, of, a lot of weekends over here. Well, you know, Coach, um, <laughs> The one thing you did get back in the day is they would turn a blind eye, I think, back in the day if you were good enough. Right? If you were making enough plays, they might give you a little break on that, that, that quiz and that math. That quiz right? and math, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Was Wells Bayou the favorite that day, or was it a surprise to you? No, me? he was a favorite. Okay. He was a favorite. What's, uh, what's Wells Bayou up to? He's uh, breeding. Good for him. Yeah, yeah what a, what a he's job. He's enjoying his time. What a life. I mean, we're all looking forward to retirement, but that ain't going to be like that. A little different deal. Good for him. Well, that's exciting. So we'll keep an eye on Missing Dan. You won't run him before Smarty Jones? No. And that's late. Is that January? January 1st. Oh, it's early. Okay, that's right. New Year's Day. January 1st. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm still getting used to the new schedule. And it's going to be a mile and 16th instead of a mile. Right. So it's going to be a good test for yeah, us. To see where sure. we are with this horse. No doubt about it. Uh, anybody else you've seen down there that you feel good about? Uh, you know, Brad's got a couple horse scores. He's got a couple of my other horses, too. He's got a couple horses, one named Nash, that's really – Really, really good horse. Nash. Nash. Okay. And then he has another one named Million. And uh, this horse is a three-year-old and never ran as a two-year-old. But Brad had said that he thought that was his best two-year-old last year, if okay. that tells you anything. Yeah. Well, if Brad is uh, if Brad is saying it, then I'm sure we should listen to it. He's been red hot the last few years for sure. Yeah. So Very successful. Well, good deal. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us a little bit. Coach, we're, you know, I mean, we've got bowl games this weekend. I don't know if you've taken a look at the schedule. It's <laughs> not, not the highest profile. but Well, the biggest biggest thing I was looking at is Arkansas State plays December 23rd. So yep. we'll talk about them next week. But uh, as we talked last week, Wes, while he was caravan now, yeah. the He's Pacific really Ocean. He really beat me up for doing my yeah. job. Sorry. Yeah, right. But um, I'm not, I didn't make the schedule. It's the bowl practices that are so valuable for yeah. Arkansas State that Arkansas is missing this year. So they play the 23rd. Wes, I don't know what you're going to do on the weekends now. We had the last two state championships. Well, uh, Arkansas is here Saturday. The men and oh, women play right. it. Yeah, you know, that's right. Bank. But I'm saying as far as high school football, you know, yeah, uh, you get right, two state over. champions. I do have a question. I was out of state. What happened in the Boonville uh, Prescott it's game? It's so weird, Coach, because – you know, doing the game, you're like, we're looking at it. they got to get inside the 32 for it this It was a measurement down. situation, right? And they didn't get inside the 32. They mark it. We're like, well, he's short. It's going to, the Prescott's going to get a chance. They bring the sticks out, first down. Ooh. So the look where they had it on the sideline didn't measure up to where it was on the field by the eye. You know, yeah. I'm getting old. Maybe my eyesight's bad, but we're looking at it going, and that he's got to get Prescott inside. Prescott having a chance. To, never got the ball back. Never got the that ball back. That was first down, taking the game over. Mm. I thought it was weird that Kadarius Tony was running the chains that day. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Um, yeah. Then they showed a picture from last night's game, I believe, and there was a guy, uh, Waddle, from Miami, lined up in the same spot, and they didn't call it. Yeah, I mean, you check with the. I mean, it's so weird to me. This is uh, football one on one. You're getting paid a couple of million a year to play. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind looking at the ref if you get paid. Yeah, yeah let's, all you got to do is look at the ref and say it takes no talent to line up on side. Yeah. There ain't no doubt about but that. But with that being said, was that not one of the greatest impromptu plays you ever saw? Incredible. Uh, Too incredible. bad it didn't stand. Lance, yep. thank you.